Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael DeLon, and today I am talking with Mark Young. And Mark, well, Mark, first of all, thanks for uh, squeezing out some time to be with me today on my podcast. Well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate the time. Well, you're welcome. It's going to be a really fun conversation. Mark is a, I call him a lifetime entrepreneur. As, as you get to read his bio and, and get to know him, he's been kind of doing business for a long time and his whole family and things. So he's been around the entrepreneurial space uh, for a couple of years. And uh, he's the author of a, a new new book called Date Your Clients. And uh, man, when I saw that and, and we got connected, I was like, okay, we got to have a conversation here because he, he really is um, talking about the relational aspects of not just business, but life and how we bring that in into things. But I'll shut up, Mark. I'm going to let you talk about it. But tell us a little bit about, I mean, who you are, how in the world did you get to where you are today? Oh, Michael, I don't even know the answer to that question. Uh, <laughs> I tell people my, my, my biggest professional gifting and curse is the fact that I don't know how to say the word no. There you go. Because um, it leads me down some really strange trails and I just keep following them. And here I am a lot of years later and uh, I just keep following a trail of yeses. And that's, that's right. how I end up where I am. Dude, there's another book right there. The title, A Trail of Yeses. That's your Trail next book. of Yeses. I'm writing it down. You've inspired me it. and I'll dedicate it. Trail of <laughs> Yeses. There we go. I don't even know how to spell yeses though. So that's going to be a challenge in and of itself. So, and so to answer your question, I suppose I'll answer where I am as opposed to how I got here. Um, my full-time job, um, I actually own and operate an advertising and marketing agency based down here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, I'm originally from Detroit, but I like the beach a lot better. Um, so I had to make that relocation a number of years back. Um, so in this agency, I get to spend time with clients all the time. And, and unfortunately, and maybe Michael, you understand this based on the stuff that you do, but I will say that I spend my day calling people's babies ugly. Um, because I mean, Everybody and their brother thinks that their product, their service, their business, whatever, is the greatest thing since Betty White. And the, the truth of the matter is, is most of it isn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I call it being the bearer of bad news. And that's, it is. And, that's... and I would never accept the project if I didn't believe that it was going to be successful. Right. Um, so people come in and you're as busy as I am. And, you know, we're both busy and so are they. So when these people come into my world, they, they show up and it's almost like, an okay, so tell me what you can do. I've only got 45 minutes. And, and the truth is, I'm like, okay, well, if I get 45 minutes, I'm going to have to, I don't have time to sugarcoat. Right. You know, and I tell them like, look, we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to tell you at the end of 45 minutes, what my initial impression is. Um, and I always, always make a point of never researching a client before I get on a phone call. And that may sound completely counterintuitive because People may do it and so on, but the reason why I will never look at a client's website, I will get email invites with websites linked and so on. And my VP of ops will end up sending me a link in a, in a Teams message and say, here's the website because she knows I've never looked at it ahead of time. Right. But I'll click on it while I'm on the phone with the client and sometimes even do a screen share. And I'm like, here's what I want you to do. I want you to see my face and I want you to hear my reactions because I'm a consumer first. 
and you may be the greatest, but I'm going to put on my consumer hat and I'm just going to give you my reactions to your online presence and so on and so forth. And then we laugh about writing this book called Date Your Clients because that sounds like a terrible, harsh way of approaching a client meeting. But isn't that what we do in online dating? I mean, I literally see a, see the first picture of you and I decide whether or not to swipe, swipe left or swipe right. Right. And you get three hits this week because only three people swiped right. And you're like, yeah, I got three hits. Good job. You know, and I'm looking at it going, you may have gotten 15 if you'd have just had a better picture. That's right. Yeah. Like you, you may have gotten 15 hits. And here's the deal. I'd rather have 15 hits on my dating profile because now I get to pick who I want to go out with. I'm not limited to the only two, three girls that swipe right. That's right. Like, and oh, by the way, did you know, Mark, that when you only get three hits, it's not because of your profile. It's because the dating app doesn't work right. Well, right? no, it's because there's no more good ones out there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's like, okay. There's no more good ones out there. That's why you can't get anything. It has nothing to do with your presence. That's right. Yeah. Oh, sweet yeah. Lord. And this doesn't have anything to do with marketing. <clears throat> yeah. No, 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 no. So uh, the reality is, is, I mean, so as I was talking with you ahead of time, I'm just going to talk a little bit about how this book even happened, if sure. that's okay, because we've already, we've already tipped our hat to that conversation. Um, and as I was talking to you, even before we started uh, talking about this podcast, take your client's came out of truthfully an email that I was writing to a client of mine and being a naturally relational person. Um, I was actually in a meeting with a client sitting in the conference room and she was frustrated because she didn't feel that their TV marketing was working well. As I tried to explain that putting an ad on TV doesn't just turn into your website blowing up and you getting all of the sales, right? There's a lot that happens in there. And I'm trying to break down this customer journey for her and the only thing she could see was, well, nobody watches TV anymore. And I went, well, it's a pretty solid industry if no one actually watches it anymore. You know, I, I don't think that's the answer, but maybe let's talk about some baby steps here. And I started talking to her and she wasn't ready to hear. You know, that just wasn't where she was. She wasn't ready to, to hear anything about that because to her, it was very emotional that her marketing program wasn't working. And I understood that, this was not the, the, the moment of vulnerability that I was looking for. Yes. And I said, you know, let me do this. Let me go back to my office and I'm going to write down all of these thoughts so I can collect my thoughts, right? That way, you know, she saves space. And after doing that, I said, you know, then when you have time in your busy schedule, you go review what it is that I put down and then we'll reconvene. Um, I started writing this email to her and I'm trying to make these connections. And I'm like, look, when you're on television, your TV commercial is your, I'll talk marketing terms, it's your point of intrigue. All I need you to do is be interested enough to look me up online, okay? And I juxtapose for her, kind of like building a dating profile. My dating profile is not supposed to tell you everything there is to know about me and my entire past and all of my preferences. My dating profile is to give you a good enough picture and a couple words to make you want to swipe so that we can start a conversation. Like that's all your TV commercial is. From there, person may go to your website or call a phone number or whatever. This is the second engagement. And there we need to start building this funnel. Now it's a, now it's a relationship that's taking place, but I can't ask you for a transaction right. until we've built this relationship. And I said, kind of like we've started chatting now and I want to go on a first date. 
I don't want to tell you everything there is to know about me in text message or in phone calls. I, I need to have something going on. And then we need to talk about power of first impressions and yeah. so on and so forth. And as I'm outlining this email to her, trying to explain this, I'm like, good grief. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm, I'm literally writing a book here to this woman trying to explain her marketing. And lo and behold, Mike, well, it's kind of exactly what happened. Yeah, absolutely. Funny how that happens, isn't it? Uh-huh, and, seriously. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because, you know, as you talk about that, there are a lot of correlations between um, dating relationships, family relationships, and marketing relationships. There are, there are, as you would say, there are some predictable patterns. And you just, you just laid that out that you've got a, an entry point, a first step, a second step. I call it in my book, the alphabet maze. Right. We go we, we got an alphabet A through Z. Yep. Business owners want to go from A first impression to Z sale as fast as we can. Well, because the but, Amazon logo taught us we can do that. It did. Absolutely. And with a big smile on our face. Right? The problem is your your prospect, your client has to go through a great big B through Y to get to Z. Now, some of them go through very quickly. Some mm-hmm. of them go through very slowly. But you've got to court them. You've got to date them through that process to say, are we a good fit? Do I have what you're looking for? Are you the good client, right? It's that whole process of dating your clients. I'm, I'm going to chime in there because you said something that I want to zero in on for a moment. That is, we want to go from A to Z because we already know what the pattern looks like, right? We're the experts in our own industry. Yeah. And you said the client's got that B to Y that they need to go through. And you, and you, you nonchalantly said, I mean, some of them go through it really quickly. I, I'm going to stop and say, some of them go through it too quickly. And, and that, that's the, on the third date, I want to get married because that's a red flag too. When a client is too excited to come on board, when a client doesn't ask the right questions, when a client doesn't understand exactly what's going to happen, those are red flags on the play because those will come back and bite you later. And, and, and so those are things we also discuss and date your clients is the idea that it's got to move at a steady pace, not too fast and not too slow but there needs to be an organic development and relationship. And that's relationship in, uh, you know, in business, that's relationship in dating that that's real. I mean, you see couples that get married after two months of being together and they're like, do you really know each other though? Like that, that's a big contract to sign, um, you know, with, with very little research. And that's why with our clients, um, you know, I was talking with somebody yesterday and making the, making the, the comparison of, we're a marketing agency. We're, we're an advertising agency. I, we're not trick ponies. Like when, when, when you come into the picture and you want us to go do something to elevate your sales, it doesn't happen by Thursday. Right. Like we need to know you. We need to know your brand. We need to know the buzzwords because sometimes we'll use a word that's a very normal word. And then we find out, well, the CEO hates when that word gets used because there was a situation three years understood. But, but we need to get to know you there. There's a, there's a, there's a metamorphosis that's got to take place as we're helping to define your brand. And it's a balancing act because I get that 45 minute phone call yeah. and you want to know that I understand you enough to engage, but you also don't want me to think I have you figured out in 45 minutes because you're more complicated than that. Right. And, and it's a tender balance. Well, it is. And when you, when you take the time to build the relationship, it does mitigate some of the some of the bad things that can happen down the road. But when those things come up, those problems, those challenges, those arguments per se, right, in a client mm-hmm. relationship, when you have the relationship, you can have those conversations much easier. Is that, is that right? We, we can be 100%. honest with each other because, you know, I don't have an agenda. 
you don't have an agenda. We we hit a we hit something. Let's figure this out. And because of the relationship, we can get there. Well, and so I think that boils down to a word that I use all the time is the word expectations. Um, and expectations are typically set based on past experiences. Um, and that is when we get into a relationship with a client, what's the first thing that we hear? Well, my other place used to fill in the blank. Right. And, and you're constantly dealing with that expectations. I mean, I know when I go to a restaurant that the server is not going to bring the dessert table, the dessert menu first. Well, why do I know that? Well, because I've been to a lot of restaurants. Right. And that's never happened yet. And, and if a server did walk up to the table and say, here's the dessert menu, we need to pick this first, and then I'll come back and talk about your meals. It, it's disruptive. I mean, that, that, that's, that's a pattern interrupt. Um, and in these types of relationships that we're talking about, we end up dealing with the baggage from every other experience that people have had. And let's face it, people have had terrible experiences with, with advertising and marketing agencies, just that they've had terrible experiences with accountants and with Absolutely. attorneys. And, but isn't that the same way when you start dating somebody, you're, you're then saddled with the expectations of all of his or her past relationships. Right. Because this is what I expect out of a relationship because this is the way I was treated. And I would, I would go so far back and say, you're saddled with the patterns that were set by parents. Oh yeah. But much less other relationships. And if you don't take the time to figure out what makes the other person tick, albeit in personal relationships, friendships, family relationships, business relationships, mm -hmm. you don't you don't know the 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 tripping points. You don't know the 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 explosive moments that can happen. Um, and it's really a matter of navigating those things. And again, I would say the, the last chapter in, in the book here, it actually um, specifically says in the close, and I couldn't have decided this any better, in my opinion, is the, the last thing it says, you know, if you gained anything out of reading this book, the one truth I hope stands out is this, value the relational over the transactional. Mm. Because relationships will lead to transactions, I promise. Yes. And relationships, by the way, will help you avoid bad transactions. You know, some, sometimes going on a date and finding out that it's the wrong partner is just as valuable. Totally. Totally. Absolutely. I, I used to, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and even, but when you have the relationship, even if that client is not a good client fit for you, if you have the relationship and you have integrity and authenticity, you, you can get referrals from them, even if you're not a good fit. How it happen. And, and, and that's, that's the point. Too many times in business, we focus on the here and now versus looking down the road, right? Well, and those transactions, and I love entrepreneurs. They're all crazy, right? Like there's no entrepreneur that isn't a little bit touched in the head. And, and one of the things that I enjoy about dealing with entrepreneurs in that respect is getting them to understand that. But so many small businesses are, they're, they're truthfully, they're chasing the next dollar. Like they're trying to pay the rent. They're trying to make the payroll. They're, they're trying to do that. And relationships tend to fall to the wayside when transactions are what's paying the mortgage. Right. Um, and unfortunately, I would say that a lot of people appear disingenuous when in fact, it's not who they are at the core, but it's the urgency uh, of their current situation. And I've got several people that I've done business with in the past that I'm trying to collect money from or, or trying to rebuild some kind of trust. And 
I'm, I'm trying to affirm them by saying, look, I realize that this is not who you are as a person, but please understand that my experience with you is built on these, on these experiences. Like the, these incidences have culminated into me not trusting you. And it's not because I believe you're not a trustworthy person. It's because I've watched the decisions you've made because of this. And again, it's a situation where, you know, I ought to have the attorneys chasing them, but I'm still trying to be relational through their pain because they do understand to them, it's the most important thing going on in their lives. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's good and honorable to walk that out with them because at the end of the day, I mean, I always ask people, really, Mark, at the end of the day, if that account that they owed you went to zero and they never paid you back, are you going to be okay? Are you going to be starving? Are you going to be on the side of the street? Answer probably is no. It might hurt a little bit. Okay, let's walk this out. Let's keep that relationship as long as we can because litigation is terrible, right? But I know there are, there are times for that. But walk it out with people, and we are, we are too quick to say, you know what? Send them, send them the, to the attorneys. Get them. It's like, no, 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 no. There's a time for that probably. Right. Walk it out. Build the relationship. Affirm them. They will remember that forever. Because I'm, I'm pretty convinced in their heart, they want to make it right. Most people. I agree with you. Most people. Yeah. Most people, I agree with you. They, they want to make it right. Um, they're just, you know, there tends they're, to be a, as my ex would say, they just tend to be porcupines, right? They want hugs. Just nobody wants to go near them. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Seriously. I actually understand that. that. They're cute porcupines. Yeah. Cute little curves that I don't want to be close to. Thank you. Absolutely. And they're reaching out for hugs and you're like, I'm sorry, but you hurt too bad when I get too close to you. That's right. Yeah. So, so let's not get that close anymore, but dating <laughs> your clients, how, how can people, um, I mean, it's an intriguing book, great concept. And, and, and I love how you've approached, I mean, business life from, from a, a, a different perspective that we all understand, right? Everybody understands dating. We understand the app and all that. But how does that play into our business relationships and the, the process that, that yeah. we need to go through? And, and not just the process, because, again, it, that, that can become, oh, I got to follow the process. There's a purple pill. If I follow this, no, 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 no. Well, and I'm going to jump in there and say that that's exactly the entire point of the book. And if, I mean, during the entire preface, um, one of the things that I, that I say in there is like, it's my contention that people already have the experience to be successful in their business. They just don't know it yet because nobody ever connected the dots. Right. Because if you're in a successful relationship or you've even been in unsuccessful relationships, you have tra transferable skills and transferable relationships that play out into your current situation. You just don't know it. Like no one ever connected the dots for you to explain that, you know, your communication struggles with your, with your ex-girlfriend or whatever. It's the same problem you're having with your client. Right. Because the one thing that's, that's consistent in both of those situations is you. So figure out what it is that, that you're doing, how it is that you're approaching, what is it that you could do differently and learn from experiences that people consider very often to just be very disparate things. They, we tend to categorize and put, put uh, compartmentalize areas of our lives when in fact, I would argue and say that it's just one big menagerie of me. Yeah. Like I'm in the middle of all of my relationships, whether they're business, personal, dating, family, whatever, I'm in the middle of them. 
And I have to realize that I own my share of each of those responsibilities and I can't treat them as if they're all different experiences. Right. And by the way, that's incredibly frustrating to some people, but the point of the book is there is no process. Quit following the process. Right. The truth of the matter is, is there are just universal truths that if you can, if you can get them into your head, you know, you'll realize that there's a pragmatism to dealing with relationships and you have these experiences already. You don't need another Instagram feed to inspire you every morning. <laughs> you, you, you can literally cling to a lot of the experiences you've had in the past and make it more successful. Like you, you can be that because you already know those things. Yeah. That's, Very that's my contention. I love it. I love it. And, and I, I'm summarizing all that as we, as we come to the end of this is to be yourself because you're in the center of all those relationships. And for the first few years of, of my business, I was trying to be what I thought my audience would perceive me to be, right? And it wasn't authentic. And I didn't do video because I couldn't get there and I didn't have the studio. And finally, I got to the point, Mark, and I said, I'm going to be Michael. And I'm going to have bad lighting and I'm going to be in my office. And if you like me, great. Let's do some things together. And if you don't like me, great. We shouldn't be doing anything together anyway. And when I became me and I just show up like me, it's amazing how people bond to me. They refer me. They hire me. And we have we have much easier communication because I'm not trying to be a poser. 100%. I I will laughingly (laughs) share this with you and tell you that it is – it's such a genuine truth. And that is, you've got to be yourself first. I was the, I was the chair of public speaking a hundred years ago at a university I taught at, and it's a whole nother life ago, (laughs) but the, and I used to teach public speaking. One of my favorite classes that I ever taught. And one of the things I used to make my students do was I used to make them take a Myers-Briggs assessment at the first class before they ever wrote a speech, before we ever opened a textbook, we were going to take a Myers-Briggs and when they ended up taking this Myers-Briggs, they were always like, well, why do I need to know this public speaking class? Why are you making me take a psychology profile and blah, blah, blah. And, and the reason was, is after they took the test, I explained to them that until you get to understand you, you have no way to be able to relate to other people because you can't relate to people out of a disingenuous space. Absolutely. And, and trying to explain to students, like if you're a naturally funny, charismatic person, you can deliver the exact same speech and have an entirely different response just on the delivery. It's not about the writing of the speech. It is 100% about the way you relate to the audience. Um, and it's, it, it's frustrating for some people. But I mean, I had some students that literally two, three weeks into the classic, like, they would have a breakthrough when they realize that, oh my gosh, I'm trying to be Winston Churchill. And in fact, I'm, I'm more Ellen DeGeneres, right? Like you need to embrace who you are and be able to let the audience in. Because if if you're a wall, who's trying to be so something you're not, they don't get it. They're not interested because they don't feel like you're being real with them. So why would they be real back with you? Yep. You're not authentic and we can read right through it. Right. hundred percent. And, and it's so much more fun. Even a fool can entertain for 15 minutes, but come minute 16, you've really got to know what you're talking about. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and so that, that authenticity follows you around your TV ads, your website, your conversation. It's going to show up. Everything. And, and in this world of social media that we live in, um, the reality is, is that the person behind the brand is, I would argue and say, as important or more important than the brand itself. 
Oh. And that's why these social influencers and so on, it's like, everybody can do it. You got a phone and a camera on it. Like you can go do this type of stuff. But the reality is, is be genuine to who you are. And I get to know a lot of these people and I'm like, okay, but if I looked at your profile and then I spent time with you, they don't match. Right. Like, right. I don't understand that. And it, and it gets to be transparent. People do get to see that. But Michael, I will tell you, my, my goal in date your clients was to, to get people some relational skills to be more successful in business. Um, I think there's a lot of good stuff in there. Surprisingly enough, I wrote it in a very playful, almost sarcastic voice in a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, people who know me, I, I get this comment all the time. I can actually hear you saying these things, Mike, because it's genuine to who I am. Yes. Um, but more than that, I will say that I, I've exposed myself so many times in this book with my own strikeout stories and, and my own failures, um, sharing some of this stuff. I had a friend recently be like, don't you feel really naked to the world having shared so much information? I'm like, authenticity is the truth. It's okay. Like, that, that's what it is. Like, it's what made me who I am. That's how I learned the lessons I know. And to, to tell you that it just all happened one day isn't true. It happened through a series of experiences and I'm hoping other people relate to that. That's right. Well, they will relate to it and hopefully it will, it will help them to go out and share their selves, right? Because we all have backgrounds. We all have skeletons in the closet, but what I've realized is when I open the closet door, my skeleton looks a lot like yours because they're, they're very similar, right? True story. Somebody has to open the door. You've opened the door with your book, Date Your Clients, Mark Young. Where can people find out more about you? Find out how, how do they get a copy of your book? Where do they go? Sure. Well, the easiest thing to do is to go to Amazon and just search Date Your Clients um, and you'll be able to find me, Red Book Cover. Um, they can go to dateyourclients.com and dateyourclients.com has a little bit more information about the book and me, as well as a link where they can just go buy the book online, um, download it on Kindle, get a bit of paperback. Hardcovers are taking forever to send right now, but if somebody wants to get a hold of me, there's actually information right there on the date your clients website. You, they can email me right at mark at dateyourclients.com. Uh, easy enough. I reply to all those messages myself. It is not someone on my team doing it. Um, I enjoy that personal interaction. I do have to tell you, Michael, this is a funny story to just cap this off because All this right. is hilarious to me. We had sent an email blast on launch date, right? right? And this is the funniest thing. And you'll appreciate this because of your line of business as well. So launch date comes around and relational over transactional. I get a note in the mail a couple of days later. There you go. Do not send says, me any more email. <laughs> unsubscribe me from your email list. Like literally this individual put a stamp on a note and put it in the mail and said, unsubscribe. So me being who I am, what did I do? What can you expect me to have done? I just put a copy of a book in the box, box, autographed it with a note that said, sorry for bothering you with an unsubscribe, but here is a copy of this book. I hope you enjoy Today, just this morning, I received this in the mail. And it is this gentleman who mailed me the book back, paid $11 to mail me the book back. And the note says, I didn't order this book and I would never date a client. And then he finished it with some expletives that I won't say on your show. And I'm laughing because I'm like, you literally just judged a book by its cover. Yeah, that's (laughs) hilarious. You're missing the relational aspect. And if anybody in the world, I want to read this book right now, it's you. Yeah, because it turns out this is an attorney who clearly has no people skills to understand. Like, I just sent you a free book. Give it to the library. Right. You know, give it, give it to the dog. I don't care that you spent money to insult me. I'm like, right. 
That's hilarious to me. No, that's hilarious. Yeah, I made my point. It's like, exactly. So I actually, I said, I was going to mail the book back to him and it's earmarked on page 118, at which time I quote Taylor Swift and use the phrase, if I were a 70 year old white man from the hills of Northern Georgia, perhaps I would hear him say to quote Taylor Smith, uh, Taylor Swift, haters gonna hate. <laughs> I want to highlight that and mail the book back to him and tell him thank you for all of the entertainment you have helped my social media feed oh that's great yeah he would hate that. <laughs> so dating your clients folks does not mean literally dating your clients that's a metaphors my friends metaphors. wow well it's a great title um it's a great book mark young you've done a, a phenomenal job thank you for being my guest on expert speak and uh, for my audience, go date your clients. Yeah, go get the book on Amazon, date your clients, or go uh, check out Mark at dateyourclients.com. And uh, you're going to have a, a great resource in your hand to help you understand how really to engage better, not just with your clients, but with family, with relationships, because the principles work uh, when you apply them. So Mark, thanks again for being my guest, buddy. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate the time. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.